in the world. Here we go. Star Watch, a little series we put together many, many, many years ago when I was a young man. All right. And uh, so anyway, it's crazy. Let's go with the series. See what we can find today. If you'd have told me back in Bible school years ago, Clark, you'll be speaking on the Zodiac one day. I thought, man, I'm going to go liberal. I'm going to be a freak. You know what I mean? But, because that's what the devil wants you to think. That we have to say no to so many things because he owns them now. Well, he don't own it. Okay? He doesn't own the heavens. See, that's what he wanted to do. Satan said, I will ascend into the heavens. I'll be like the most high God. And God cast him down. And so what he did, he's the God of this world. He's the ruler of this world. And he still tried to make us. Well, he's the God of this world. That's what the Bible says. And so he's stolen so many things. Okay? So we're going to put him under our feet today. And we're going to take back what the devil stole from me. Amen? That's what's going to happen. So take back the Zodiac. Okay? Let's go with it. Come on. We're rolling, Raj. Now, to make the... Con- we did Message one was last week, so we can't go back and repeat that, but you can watch it online if you'd like. To make the constellations of the Zodiac easier to understand, because I've got to do that, because I'm a country boy. Okay, it's not going to be a big science message today, but we're going to do our best to learn. Here we go. So to make it easier to understand... If you painted a picture of the whole sky on the ceiling, you would have a 360-degree circle. Okay? Just imagine a 360-degree circle. How many have been to planetariums and things like that? So they're just they're for weird-shaped buildings, but you go in there and look, wow, crazy. So it's called an ecliptic. That 360-degree circle is called an ecliptic. Say ecliptic. There you go. You're doing good. Now, this ecliptic is divided into 12 houses. So this 360-degree circle of the sky, the heavens, is divided into 12 houses. How many signs of the zodiac are there? Well, look at that. Well, wait a minute. So this is science, guys. This ain't some mumbo-jumbo junk. This is scientific stuff. So divided into 12 houses or 12 Mansions. It just reminds me of Jesus. He said, in my Father's house are many what? Isn't that great? That's what these 12 ecliptics or 12 houses are called. Mansions. And who cannot look at the stars at night and go, just be overwhelmed? Wow. It's incredible, especially on a clear night. Now, the sun travels around in this ecliptic. Okay? Not going to get too complex here. So there's 12 houses or mansions, and the sun travels around inside this ecliptic. Psalm 19.4 says, Their line is going out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the what? So here's the sun set inside these stars as a tabernacle. That's right in your Bible. Did you see that? Yes or no? <clears throat> and their lines going out through all the earth. Everybody can see this. Which is as a bridegroom 
coming out of his chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run the race. The sun travels around inside that ecliptic like a strong man running a race. His goings forth is from the end of the heaven, his circuit unto the end of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. So are you seeing that? If you're not careful, you'll read the book of Psalms and you'll miss that altogether. Yes or no? Say. Keep looking. So, this ecliptic, these 12 houses, this 360-degree circle, is like a great what? Pie! Divided into what? Now, if you're serving a pie with me, don't cut it into 12 slices. How about four? Amen. But anyway. So, it's like 12 slices. Are y'all with me so far? It's like 12 slices of a giant pie. Don't forget the sun's going all around through there too. But 12 slices... And they're known as the what? The constellations of the zodiac. Oh, evil. It's not evil. This is what it's called. You don't believe in a zodiac. No. Zodiac. Well, of course I do. It's in the Bible, but also it's common science and it's knowledge. These are the constellations of the zodiac. Okay? It's not evil. Like I said last week, Satan's a great counterfeiter. He'll take the church and turn it into evil. He'll have people worship the Bible instead of worshiping Jesus. He'll have people getting baptized. Whole denominations think if you're not baptized, you're going to hell. They put baptism above the blood. That's crazy. Y'all listening or not? So, he's doing the same thing, trying to take away our sky, our heaven. He's trying to exalt himself above God. And you're, you're not going to take back my... You're not going to take that from me. You hear me? Say Okay, that, my God created all this. So we're going to take it back. In addition to these 12 major constellations, so you got the 12 major constellations. Now watch this. There are 36 pieces up there as well called deacons. Now don't let that confuse you too much. What does that mean? There are three pieces under each 12. Okay? Let's look at it. We're not going to go over it great, but it'd be like a paper. When you write a paper in college, remember writing your paper? I wrote a lot of them. You have 12 major points. Boom, 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 boom. And under each point, there's how many points? Three points. Okay? And a lot of us still write like that. We'll make a point and we'll have three points. Where did we get that from? I don't know. It sounds like we got it from up there. I don't know. Here's what it looks like. Here they are. Here they are. We're going to look at all of them this morning. There they are. Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricornus, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo. Now, like I said last week, we talked about how far the stars are away from here. Quadrillions and quadrillions of miles. And so for you to put your confidence in a star... Or live your life every day reading your little horoscope based on stars is the stupidest thing on the planet. Put your faith and confidence in the one who made the stars. That's crazy. We'd never put our confidence in somebody. Ah, I got my confidence in somebody in California. What are you doing? Come on. But we're putting our confidence in stars? No, 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 no. But don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? So... That's what it looks like. The 12 and then three underneath, so additional 36. Y'all with me so far? How many of your heads about to pop? 
Okay, let's keep looking. So then the heavens, say it with me, the heavens have how many chapters? Say it one more time. The heavens have how many chapters? And I don't want to get sideways here, but, but it's interesting if you study the Bible and Jesus and, you know, the tribes of Israel and the apostles, how many were there? Twelve. And you read the book of Revelation, twelve, twelve. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I just think it's interesting. Twelve, twelve, twelve. Divided into twelve chapters. So the twelve constellations of the what? Now you're wondering, how are we going to take it back? Satan done took it. How can we get it back, Pastor? Well, you're going to watch. The heavens declare the glory of God. Guys, that's the truth, man. Come on. You go out and see the stars, and I guarantee you feel small. And it has a majesty about it. I love going to Colorado, getting up high. And you're only like five to 7,000 feet higher, but it seems like you can see them so much clearer. It's crazy. I love going out there and watching that. The heavens declare the glory of God, or a beautiful clear night down at Inglewood Beach. And just looking up into the heavens. How many have done that? Sometime. Amen. Come on. Beautiful. So the heavens declare the glory of God. We need to do that. We need to declare the glory of God. The firmament shows forth his what? Those skies are showing forth the handiwork of God. Day unto day, they're uttering speech. They're glorifying God every day. They don't talk like us. See, we're made in the image of God. God created all these things to hold us into orbit, to put our earth right where it's supposed to be and have the sun right where it's supposed to be so that we could live. He loves us. Only, only one thing's been created in His image. That's us, guys. All this really has to do with us and being able to have life here on this planet. Day unto day they utter speech, and night unto night they show knowledge. There is no speech nor language where they're what? Now, would you say that with me? There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. No matter where you are on this planet, that's one thing you've got in common. Whoever he is, how poor he is, no matter what color skin he has, listen, man, he's looking up and seeing the same stars you're seeing. And their voice is not silenced at all. People are knowing there's a great God out there. Keep looking. The heavens declare the glory of God. These 12 chapters teach us what? What do they teach us? The Bible says the invisible things of Him. We don't know everything. He does give us a great book called the book of Genesis. And He tells us exactly how He did it. He didn't go into great detail. But we go poking holes in it. God said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Oh, no, it didn't happen that way. God said, let there be light. No, 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 there was a big bang. Something blew up. And then as Christians, we tuck, tell, and run because we think scientists know more than the Bible. And so then, therefore, we go, well, it was a big bang, but God lit the flute, the fuse. <laughs> what are we thinking? And then we think, you know, you know, we come from a single cell, and it grew, and it climbed up, slime, became a monkey, and there we are. What are we doing, guys? Listen, we're without excuse. The Bible laid it out perfectly. In Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God put it in verse 1, so you'll always be guilty. If you don't receive Christ, if you don't believe the Bible, you can't say, well, where was that? Well, it's like the first verse, fool. 
Amen. Say, the fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. To say there's not a God is to say I'm a fool. To say I don't believe. I reject God. And you can do that. You have every right. You're watching online or listening on the radio. Hey, you're an American. But one day you're not going to stand before God as an American. You're going to stand before Him as His creation. And have you been bought with the blood? Have you, been, have you put your faith and trust in Christ? The invisible things of Him from creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are what? I might not know everything, but I know something when I look up there and go, Wow! How'd that happen? Amen. Say, why does the ocean only come so far? Why does the sun come up every day and it sets every evening and the moon pops up? How does that happen? Guys, come on. They're clearly seen. Even his eternal what? Power. Boy, that's what I see when I look outside at night. Power. And his Godhead. So that we are without what? Excuse. That's what the Bible says. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. We see that, and we see there must be a God, but instead we go back inward and we say, no, there can't be a God. And so they're not thankful, but they become vain in their imaginations and make up all kinds of crap, excuse me, dumbest stuff on the planet. Then we shove it down our kids' throats at school. Are you hearing me? And we wonder why that world's going to hell in a handbasket. Well, when you don't have any matter and you don't have any value and you're a piece of nothing, I guess it doesn't really matter at all, does it? God didn't say that at all. That We did that in our vain imaginations. And their foolish heart was what? Darkened. And we see that every day. Professing themselves to be what? Look at me. I'm smart. Look at my degree. But really, they're what? Because what is a fool? Is somebody who says, no, God. What is a fool? It's somebody who says, no, God. No, God, I'm not going to do it your way. I'm not going to believe what you say. I'm wiser than you. Read the book of Proverbs. You'll figure out if you won by, by about an hour. Okay? They change the glory of, uh, uh, the, and change the glory of an uncorruptible God into a what? Image. Made like to corruptible man. We want to make God like us. And then we get creative. And he's a bird God. And he's a four-footed beast God. And he's a creeping God. And we'll starve to death in certain countries instead of eating what's right before us because we're worshiping the creature. You kidding me here? Yes or no? Nuts. Keep looking. In case you're visiting today, you're going, wow, he is wild. Come on. Is there some way I can give God the glory for each of the 12 constellations? Is there some way I can give God glory? I want to take back the Zodiac. Let's do it today. Let's see what we can do. Let's go. Let's take back the Zodiac. Now, remember, there exists in the writings of virtually all civilized nations a description of the major stars in the heavens. You look into different civilizations, regardless of their education, regardless of their faith, they're writing about the stars. The stars are in the same place. The same thing happens. There's 12 of them. This is one thing that civilizations around the world agree on. So people are without excuse. So they write about, they're called the constellations of the zodiac. There are how many? Twelve. They're in the shape of a what? Pie cut into 12 slices, and under each one there's three called deacons. Got that so far? Okay, the constellations of the zodiac. Nearly all nations 
regardless about how far you go back, they had the same 12 signs. Because when you look at these stars and the constellations, it takes a little bit of an imagination, that's for sure. But you can see images up there. Okay? And so they had the same 12 signs representing the 12 same things, and they're placed in the exact what? Same order. And that all just happened. Bang! And look, all 12, look, bing, 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 bing. They're all orderly, and there's three under each one. Wink, 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 wink. How does that happen? Use a brain, guys. Yes or no? Nothing else blows up on the planet and creates something except a mess. Is that the truth? Yes or no? Go home and blow up something today. Don't say I did it. I didn't tell you to do it. There was a kid not long ago last year. How many remember that kid in Old Inglewood that blew up his house last year at Inglewood? Crazy. His experiment was some kind of crap in his garage. Boom, blew up the place. Not far from my house. I'm like, whoa. Don't do that. It's going to be a mess. You're not going to have 12 constellations. You're going to be seeing stars. Come on. Here we go. So. Are y'all ready? Y'all all right so far? Coach, how you doing back there? You all right with me, Coach? Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's give God some glory for what we see. This is what I've been wanting to get to. Let's tour some of the mansions. Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions. And here's what he said. I go to prepare a place for you. And if if this is just a taste of the mansions, if the stars are a taste of what Jesus is going to prepare for us, wow, it's incredible. Let's look. Let's tour some mansions. Don't you, how many like to tour mansions? You ever go on trips, you just like to walk through and see how the other side of the planet lives or somebody else? You know you ain't ever going to live like that. Let's look at it. Here we go. We're going to start off with this one, Virgo. But here's what I want you to think about when we do this. These 12 signs, we're going to look at the meaning. But I want you to see that I think every one of these signs has a major, major, major influence and portion of the Scripture. For example, when I say Virgo, the virgin, who, what's the first thing you think of? The virgin who? Is that a major part of our Bible? That Jesus was born of a virgin. Is that a major big deal? Say. That's like one of the biggest deals ever. Well, there's something in the heavens called the virgin. Does that preach or what? Yes or no? This is not happenstance, guys. Keep looking. The virgin. Seed of a woman. That's what that means. What is Jesus called? The seed of a, of a woman. Therefore, the Lord himself, this is prophecy, the Lord himself shall give you a what? Now, there's a sign in the heaven called Virgo or the Virgin. But here's a bigger sign. When Jesus was born, you want to look for a sign? A virgin shall conceive. Centuries later, in the town of Bethlehem, Jesus would be born. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name what? which means God with us. 
Matthew says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord through the prophet, that's Isaiah, saying, A virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name what? Emmanuel, which being interpreted as what? God with us. So, when we look, back it up, when we look, just one second, when we look at Virgo, the first one, the constellation, the first one, Virgo, we think of the Virgin Mary. And we don't just worship Mary. We don't worship a star. We ain't going to worship Mary. Y- y'all listening, yes or no? We worship God. We worship His Son, Jesus. We worship the one Mary worshipped, Jesus. And she worshipped God, yes or no? Okay? Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, come on. You're good. Hang in here. Listen. But, but... But this is incredible. Mary's incredible. Are you kidding? Look right there in the heavens. There's a sign even up there called the Virgin. Absolutely. We should be thankful for Mary. We should love Mary. You hear me? Come on, like we love Moses or whatever. But, I mean, she was the mother of Jesus. That's incredible. But can we give some glory to the Virgin Star? Can we do that? Come on, let's take it back. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I got it. That's my, that's my constellation up there. That's my, that's it, baby. Come on. Let's keep looking. Libra. The scales. Before you do anything else, the scales. You ever heard anybody say this? They believe there's a giant scale in heaven and they're going to have their good works here and their bad works there and they hope their good works outweigh their bad works. How many ever said that or knew somebody to say that in your life? Have you said that a little bit? Remember the story of Belshazzar? The writing on the wall, many, many tickle you, Farson. You've been found, you've been weighed in the balances or the scales, and you've come up wanting. You've come up short. Is us coming up short a major theme in the Bible? Yes or no? Yeah, absolutely. The scales. Keep looking. Required price paid. Your good works isn't going to get you to heaven. You're going to come up short every time God puts you on a scale. There had to be a price paid for you and I. Okay? Keep looking. He was wounded for our transgressions. He's the one. He's the one who carries that scale for us. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Required price paid. There's a lot of verses in Revelation. Wouldn't surprise you on, on stars and things of the heavens because it's you know that's a that's a book of prophecy. They sung a new song saying, "Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals thereof. For you were slain, Jesus. You've redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Required price paid." Jesus, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Libra means required price paid, the scales. Jesus prayed, paid the price. He, he worked those scales out for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, for he hath made him, Jesus, to be sin for us. See, we're sinners. We couldn't do it. We're going to lose. But he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Required price paid. Libra. Do you, do you feel that in the Bible? Yes or no? Say. Is there, we come up short. Required price paid. Someone had to pray the price. Libra. The stars are declaring the glory of God. Let's thank the Lord for that. Can we praise the Lord for that? 
Somebody named Jesus paid our price. Y'all doing all right so far or not? Am I boring you to tears? Or are you going like, oh my gosh, there's ten more to go? Scorpio. The scorpion. What's that? Hmm. Virgin would have a son. He would pay the price. Mortal conflict. You ever heard of the devil? What's the Bible say? I'll put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Mortal conflict. Satan against Jesus all the time. And he's inside of us, this mortal conflict going on. Yes or no? Do y'all have that? Do y'all struggle with that? Say, that's what that's talking about. Scorpio. And they had tails. It's interesting in the book of Revelation. And they had tails like unto what? Scorpions. And they were, there were stingers in their tails, and their power was to hurt men for five months. And they had a king which over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue it's, it's Apollyon. So Scorpio, mortal conflict. Here's my point. Of the three things we've seen so far, are they a major theme in the Bible? Yes or no? The virgin, Jesus coming, a price needing to be paid, Satan putting enmity. He would crush his head, but he would suffer because of it. The old rugged cross. Is that making any sense to you, yes or no? The heavens declare the glory of God, the gospel in the heavens. Y'all listening to me or not? No wonder the devil's fought so hard to take this away. If people ever go out there and start seeing the stars in the heavens like they should, my goodness, he's going to be a big loser then. Sagittarius, the archer, final triumph. That's what that means. Let's look at some scripture. For they intended evil against thee. They imagined a mischievous device which they are not able to perform. Therefore shalt thou make them turn their back, when thou shalt make ready thy what? Arrows upon thy strings against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord, in thy own strength. So we will sing and praise thy power. Final triumph. Did Jesus have final triumph over the wicked one, Satan? Absolutely. And he'll have even more triumph in the book of Revelation. The great dragon was called out. That old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceives the whole world, was cast in, out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the what? Blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life even unto their what? Death. So, final triumph. He that commits sin is of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this is the purpose of, of the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of who? The devil. Final triumph. Are you seeing it in the stars? Yes or no? Have I lost you? This isn't even hard. These aren't like crazy subjects. I'm just amazed at the zodiac... The subject matter is a major theme in our Bible. Yes or no? 
So far, I haven't, I mean, I think everyone would agree so far. Let's keep looking. Take back the zodiac. Keep looking. Capricornus, the goat fish. Now, hang on, the goat fish? That got to do with anything. Life out of death. That's what that means. Life out of death. Goat fish, life out. I can't make this stuff up, okay? Life out of death. Did we get life out of death? Did we get life out of death? That's a pretty amazing sign right there, isn't it? That's beautiful. That, 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 that zodiac Capricornus, I love that. Life out of death, that's what I have. He shall take Leviticus two goats. Very interesting. That in the heavens, goatfish. Where does that sound? He shall take two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the congregation, the, uh, the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats. Now, one lot is for the Lord, and the other lot is for the what? Scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat upon which the Lord's lot fell and offer him as a sin offering. Then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering, that is for the people, and bring the blood within the veil and do with the blood as he did with the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. Jesus Christ died, was slain, was offered before the Lord so that you and I could be saved. That's what I see when I look up in the heavens. Life out of death. Verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it dies, it's going to bring forth much fruit. And we're here today because Jesus died, rose again, and we're alive forevermore because of that. Y'all hear me or not? Have I lost you? Yeah, come on. Praise the Lord. We ought to praise the Lord. Good stuff. Take it back. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ lives in me in the life which I now live, life out of death, life out of death. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Life out of death, Capricornus. Amen. Yes or no? Is that a major theme in the Bible? Absolutely. Can we take it back? Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Don't get weak on me. I'm going hoarse up here. Aquarius. The water poorer. The water poorer. Blessing out of what? That's what that means. Blessing out of victory. How many have been blessed because of the victory in Jesus Christ? Amen. You've been blessed because of Jesus Christ in your life. Blessing out of victory. Is this a hard, is blessing all through the Bible out of the victory of Christ? Absolutely. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, If any man thirst. That's another thing. Water pourer. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believes on me, as the Scripture had said, out of, out of his belly shall flow rivers of what? Living water. Blessing out of victory. But this he spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. And the Spirit and the bride say, in the book of Revelation, towards the end of the, in, of, of the book, listen, the Spirit and the bride say, come, let, it, let him that heareth say, come. Say that last part with me. And let him that is a thirst come, keep going, and whosoever will, let him take of the what? Water of life freely. Is that a pretty big theme in the Bible? So this is not like Goofyville up here. Y'all listening to me? The stars, I don't understand that. What have you not understood so far? Not understood. 
I think this has been pretty big stuff in the Bible. This is not like off-the-wall nutty like virgin. Where would you come up with that? Well, all through the Bible. Blessing out of victory. Price paid. It's all through the Bible, guys. The heavens are declaring the glory of God. Whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto what? Everlasting. Doesn't that make Aquarius seem something new now and fresh and alive? Say, when you think of it. Amen. Come on. Give him some glory today. Come on. Let's praise him. Come on. Here we go, baby. We're taking it back. Pisces, the fishes. Deliverance from bondage. What gets me is that God, Jesus, chose fishermen. He chose fishermen. That's the weirdest, dumbest thing on the planet. I mean, really, to be followers, to be, to be basically rabbis that would follow the rabbi, it just doesn't make any sense. God has a thing with fish. Do you know that in the Bible? You read your New Testament? A lot of stuff about fish. Deliverance from bondage is what that means. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, and they were casting a net into the sea, for they were what? They were fishers. That's what we're called, isn't it? We're called to be fisher of men. We're called to go out there and deliver people from bondage. Is that what we're called to do, to go fish for men, yes or no? That's what Pisces is. When you think of Pisces, I'm to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Just like these jokers that were called, they were fishermen, so am I. And that's what that means. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I'll make you what? To become fishers of men. Keep looking. Keep looking. Acts 1.8, you're going to receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you're going to be witnesses unto me in both Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Did that happen? It happened. Am I doing it today? I'm doing it today. Are we doing it today? We're doing it today. Fishermen, fishermen, fishes, Pisces. Can we praise the Lord? Come on, praise the Lord. Here we go. Y'all getting happy because you know we're on the other side coming around the corner here. Amen. Here we go. Aries, the what? Anything in the Bible about a lamb? Have I so far revealed anything that's not a major subject in the Bible? Nothing. That is crazy. Maybe that's why God says, they are without excuse. Look up into the heavens. And go back to the various cultures that what they call these things and research it and look. I've been trying to tell you. And only, but it's all blew up and it just happened. Oh, and it tells this story. Nuttiest thing ever. The lamb. Glory out of what? Was Jesus humiliated? And that's made us unto our God kings and priests. Because of His humiliation, we've been made kings and priests. Because of His humiliation, we're seated in the heavenlies, the Bible says. He's made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on earth. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne of the beast of the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. 
and every creature which is in heaven and out of the earth and under the earth and such are under the sea and all that are in them heard I saying blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and they worship him that lives forever and ever. Wouldn't you say that's a pretty big theme in the Bible? Come on, praise the Lord. Come on. Aries. Wow, we're taking back the Zodiac. Come on, one more time. Let's take it back. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Isn't this crazy? Let's take a quick poll. How many think I'm a lunatic? Okay, yeah. He's flashing back there. Even Roger's getting in on the vote. Taurus, the bull. What's that mean? The bull. Coming in judgment means coming in judgment. Does the Bible talk about judgment at all? Is that a pretty big subject in the Bible, judgment? Talk about God coming in judgment, going to judge? Is that what the Bible says? See, this ain't even hard. I could do most of this with a third grader who's been in Sunday school for a couple of years. And they would say, yeah, that's in the Bible, and that's in the Bible, Pastor, and that's in the Bible. These are major subjects, yes or no? For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, his fury upon all their armies, and he hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and the bondmen, the free men, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sits upon the throne, and from the wrath of who? The Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is coming. Who's going to be able to stand? No one. Got that one yesterday? I mean, Taurus the bull. Forget about it. Let's praise the Lord. We took that one back right there. All right? Woo! How many of you have already, you've already seen yours up there? Let me see yours. So you, you, know, you know what it is. You know. Amen? See? And how many, be honest, you had no clue it had any biblical reference whatsoever, and you've learned something about yourself a little bit? Okay, about, about, about the, the sign of your month or whatever. Gemini, the twins. Now, see, when you look up there, I just can't see all that. But people who study that in cultures down through the ages, they come up with the same things. Isn't that weird? Say, good thing I won't do it. I never was good at connecting the dots anyway. Gemini, the twins. Interesting. It means union with his what? When I say bride, you think of what? Church. Isn't that crazy? Union with his bride. Does Christ have union with his church? Is that crazy or what? And after three months, we departed in a ship. This is Paul writing of Alexandria. I want you to see this, which had wintered in the isle, whose sign will say those two with me. Guess, guess who Castor and Pollux, guess where they're at? Gemini. So it's in your Bible. I told you last week, that's how people navigated for forever. The stars, they don't change, guys. Get wherever you're going. Follow those stars. Just don't follow it with your crazy life. If you're on a boat, good. Get home. But give glory to the Lord. 
union with his bride. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Union with his bride. Okay, let's take back one more time. Praise the Lord. I'm wearing out on you. Come on. Come on. Cancer. Cancer? What's that got to do? Well, it's the crab. What's the crab got to do with anything? Crab? Crab? Wait a minute. Keep looking. Possessions held what? I got a quick story to tell you. Just in case you don't think a crab can hold something secure. My son, when he was little, now it's been a long time ago, and I'm not going to do it with the girls, okay? But when Mitch was a little kid, I wanted him to be a fisherman. And if you get out there with them crabs, you got to learn about them, buddy. So Mitch is going along. He ain't but so old. I ain't going to tell you how old. But anyway, do you remember, son, where you at? Is Mitch back there? Do you remember? I told there's Mitch back there. I told Mitch, you know. Will he hurt me? Well, go ahead and check him out. And Mitchell reached down on that thing, and it was secure. He was screaming. Hey, he became a pretty good fisherman, though. Amen. That boy can fish right there. I'm telling you right He went fishing yesterday. Forget about it. Listen, possessions held secure. Some of my favorite scriptures speak of this. The thief comes not but to steal, to kill, to destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Keep looking, though. Keep looking. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man, what? Pluck them out of my hand. See, possessions held secure. My Father which gave them is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my hand. Have you seen the... Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. Praise the Lord. That's good stuff right there. Have you seen the progression, though? We started over here, and you, you end up over here where you're secure. Is that crazy? That's good stuff, man. We've been taking back the Zodiac. Come on. One more time. We've got to take it back. Come on. One more time. Here we go. Come on. Take back the Zodiac. We're almost done, Rog. We did pretty good, though, buddy. Leo, anything in the Bible about a lion? Have you noticed that these things I've been talking about aren't obscure? They're not like, oh, he just one little, they're big subjects in the Bible. How about this one? Lion, victorious one. When I think of victorious one, who do you think of? Jesus. Isn't that something? I didn't coach you. You just think of it. It comes right out. The heavens declare that, guys. Isn't that beautiful? And one of the elders said unto, him, unto me, Weep not, because nobody could open that book. Behold, say it with me, The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and loose the seals thereof. The lion of the tribe of Judah. And I saw heaven opened. And behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, Victorious One. And in righteousness he does judge, and he makes war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. On his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no man knew but he himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called who? The Word of God. 
And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. He that, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture, say it with me, and on his thigh a name that's written. Help me now. King of kings and Lord of lords. Victorious one. Can we praise the Lord? Come on. Come on. Woo! Wow, y'all wore me out today. Now let's do a quick review. Without the signs, without the stars and the names, the constellations, but what we talked about today. And see how it lines up with Jesus. Let's see if the things I talked about today line up with him. Jesus Christ. God's Son, born of a virgin. Jesus Christ paid the price for my sin. Jesus Christ wounded for my transgressions. Jesus Christ triumphed over sin and the devil. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has given me new life. Jesus Christ has given me living water. Jesus Christ has delivered me from bondage. Jesus Christ has broken my chains. Jesus Christ is coming again in judgment. Jesus Christ is united with his bride. Jesus Christ securely holding his purchased possession. Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Take back the Zodiac!